Stand by for the Terry Saul Show. Five, roll tape. Four, cue Terry. Three, bring audio up. Two, stand by. One, play intro. Stay tuned for the Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is being brought to you by the Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. Well, good morning and welcome to the Terry Saul Weekend Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM, 1220 AM. We are brought to you today by the Lule Group, Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule State Farm Insurance. Amanda has joined us. Good morning, Amanda. How are we? Good morning. I am good. How are you? I'm doing okay. We have a special guest. We've talked with him a couple of times before. We do. So I actually have to give a huge shout out to you because you were with us. So here with us is Mark Creamer, and you were with us at the Polar Plunge and you were the real MVP that day, let me tell you. Not <laughs> Not only were you interviewing with me and Baron, but you were holding our tent down so that we didn't <laughs> blow away in the yeah. blizzard. And... and I was ready with the hook in case you needed another You were. The you were just right there. <laughs> but what I really liked about you the most is you were like me. We didn't go in that water, did we? <laughs> we we've learned. <laughs> we years. learned our lesson. <laughs> so, Mark, why don't you tell us who you're with and what you do? Absolutely. Again, Mark Creamer my, is my name. I am with Family Heritage Northwest, and we are. I'm an exclusive agent for a company by the name of Globe Life, the Family Heritage Division. Okay. And what we do is we're a supplemental insurance agency. And uh, what that means is that we go alongside of health insurance to pay for out-of-pocket expenses that oftentimes people don't think about until it's too late. Right. Give us an example. What what, what are we talking about? Might, wouldn't my insurance company cover everything I need to be covered? They would cover all those things that the doctors need to be paid for in the hospitals and those kinds of things. Okay. So the health insurance pays for that, but you also have deductibles. You have co-pays. If you're out of work, you're not going to be able to pay your rent or your mortgage because okay. of the illness. Maybe you've got ch- children and you have to do child care to ha- hire somebody to take care of the kids. If you need to travel someplace to get treated. And, and what we're talking about here are some of the big things that are out there. Heart attack, stroke, accidents, injuries, cancer, any kind of an intensive care situation. So when these things happen, there's all this money that you have to pull out of your pocket to be able to pay for your everyday living. Okay, Amanda, if, if we, you don't mind, I'd like to ask you about your son. Amanda's son, they had to travel back east when he was born because of some medical issues, and I'm sure you had out-of-pocket expenses at that point too, didn't you? I did. So would, would they have jumped in there to help with some of that? Possibly could have. Let me ask, was, was your son in the intensive care unit? He was. Okay, then yes, we would have a plan, a separate plan just for intensive care coverage, which you can be in an ICU unit for any reason at all. If uh, you're there overnight in an ICU unit, we've got benefits for that. And, you know, it ranges anywhere between $200 a day for up to 30 days and $1,600 a day. So, okay, so I could get that insurance and have it for, let's say, I get, I don't want to talk this into existence, but let's say I get in a car wreck and I'm in the ICU. Mm-hmm. That'll cover that? It will. All the way to if I have a heart attack and I'm in the ICU. Correct. Anything that puts me in the ICU, I would be covered for. That's correct. Even during the last three years, we we were making payments to people who were in the ICU because of COVID. doesn't matter what the reason is. Wow. But wait a minute now. You're, you're making, for three years ago, you're making payments for that? Per day while they're in the ICU. Unit. Okay, so let me throw this at you. In August, I was in ICU for nine days. Okay. Where's okay. my check? Well, where's you your plan? Where's your premium? I guess I would have to ask first. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, that that we would have paid you basically whichever plan that you selected okay. times nine. Really, and it's only for ICU though. It's not for just regular hospital visits. That's, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. And it probably depends on, like, the plan you sign up for. I'm sure you could sign up for different yes. variations of different things. Yeah, we have these four different areas of coverage that we talked about already, cancer, heart, uh, accident, and ICU. And you can select any one of the four, all of the four, or a mix of them. And then you can also do different levels within each. So we have four different levels Hopefully, so we can fit something into pretty much anybody's budget. Let's talk about heart attacks and heart disease and strokes. People my age, your age, we, we are more focused on heart attacks, heart disease, strokes than someone, say, Amanda's age. Correct. She's, yeah. you know, she's jumping in cold water. She doesn't think she needs any of this stuff. You know, and that's, that's I think that is a, uh, can be a misnomer when you think about heart attack and heart issues all the way across the board. It can be newborn children that are born with holes in their heart, you know. So it could be a brand newborn or as we've you know, talked to, you know, lately about, you know, we're seeing a lot of younger people that are getting heart attacks mm-hmm. and blood clots and those kinds of things. And we don't know what that the reason for that is. But. So would a newborn be covered then? Let's just, let's just say Amanda's going to have a baby here, and we're using you because I can't have a baby. Mm-hmm. If Amanda's going to have a baby here and she's got the plan, the baby is born. Is the baby automatically covered? It is as long as the policy has been in force for more than 10 months. Okay. They're obviously looking at a pre-existing condition. Right. They don't want somebody signing up when they know. They've done ultrasounds and they right. see there's an issue, so then they sign up for right. your plan. That makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that baby is born, if they've got the intensive care plan, they're probably going to be in a NICU, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be coverage there. And if it's a heart issue, then the heart plan would uh, kick in as well. I see here, so it says heart attacks, heart disease, and strokes are the cause of one in every three deaths in the USA. That's a That's high, a high figure. That's that's what I'm saying. It is, and it's you know it's obviously one of the major issues with people my age, any heart conditions of some sort. But there's also heart conditions that go along with some of the other things that we talked about. Absolutely, cancer mm-hmm. or you know uh, other health. Situations. We don't like that word. I know we don't. We don't like yeah. that word at all. Yeah. So right here it says uh, some heart risk factors include hereditary, increasing age, high cholesterol, tobacco use, high blood pressure, physical inactivity, stress, diet, and diabetes. Mm-hmm. Boy, Diabe- I can check on several of those for mine. Uh, you can. I can. There's several of these. That, it, it, well, other than tobacco use, everything else, yep, okay. And that's probably the case for a lot of elderly people. <laughs> Foot and mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mayday, mayday. I hope that I hope that water was so cold that you're just having a little bit of a brain titch right now. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I'm used to this. I've been working with her for years, so I'm used to these little size slabs. I, I said something about she was going to be pregnant on the radio here, so which she's not. So she felt the need to uh, yeah, zing back. Right that's right. Back that's right. That's right, Amanda. Don't worry about it. I, I apologize. As yeah. soon as that came out, it was like a deer in headlights. Yeah, yeah I noticed it as soon as it came out, too. <laughs> My apologies. Anyhow. But that just goes to show just how common all of those things really truly are. Um, I know my dad has a lot of these things. I know I know several people that check these high-risk factors. Right. And that's, that's pretty scary. Yeah, and to be quite honest with you, this is the one policy we have that is probably the most difficult to qualify. Because Why? there are certain, there's a lot of different kinds of conditions here 
that someone might you know end up having. You know, they've got angina like or okay. atrial fibrillation. They might have <laughs> so an embolism. Got both those. Uh, so you wouldn't qualify then? Yeah, for this particular policy, you would not qualify. Okay. Day so too late. on all of these things, the key here is to get in front of it. Ahead of the game. To have this in place before something happens. Mm-hmm. What about the heredity, though? I mean, how, how do you know? How do you, how do you know if you're going to suffer a heart attack because your mom had a heart attack? Right. Or... Well, that's the nice thing. These are things that might cause heart conditions in the future, but during uh, our questioning, we're only asking for a diagnosis of these things. So your mom or dad might have had this, but if you haven't yourself been diagnosed with any of these kinds of conditions, you still qualify. Okay. So heredity is a pointer to the fact that you might have it someday, but it doesn't disqualify disqualify you. you. Okay, let me throw you a a curve then, uh, Mark. My my father died of cancer. My mom died of cancer. Mm -hmm. My brother died of cancer. Mm -hmm. I lost a kidney. To cancer. Okay. So is that? So you actually, how long ago was that, Terry? That you. Uh, that? Well, my dad died in 1962. My okay. mom died in 2001. My brother died just about five years ago. Okay. But you were diagnosed. I was diagnosed. 1994. 97. I lost oh. my kidney. Okay. So and you haven't had any treatment since that time. No. Nope. Okay. So in your case, on the cancer plan, if you've been past treatment for ten years and it was not a melanoma type of cancer, mm-hmm. you would qualify again. So you would be able to pick this up. Okay. But there's, there might be some other factors on here that would throw me out of the ballgame. Yeah. On the heart plan specifically. Okay. Got it. Uh, there would be. Okay. But not the cancer. Not the cancer. Because you've passed that timeline. Okay. So when I open up this brochure, we're looking at a brochure for the heart attack, heart disease, and stroke. And there's the two types of costs. And they've got a, a picture of like an iceberg. And the top of the iceberg is... $214 billion. And B. so that's direct costs, the doctor's bills, hospital charges, medical expenses. And then below it is the indirect cost, and that's $137 billion. And that would go to loss in wages for working, um, having to pour into child care, travel, gas. Deductibles, co d- Yes. So those those are all the categories that we don't normally think about. Exactly. Well, it's not, it's, they're the categories that insurance doesn't cover. So like you might have a great health insurance plan. That's great. And it might help you take care of the bills luckily. But what about you yourself with your household and your car payment and your mortgage payment and Mm -hmm. your food bill and your electricity and all of those things that a lot of people don't think of. And those are really important, actually. That's what keep us going and our world go round. Exactly. And and a lot of times I mentioned this the other day when we were at the Polar Plunge, you know, one of the things that happens with all of these kinds of things is people will go to the doctors and they'll get medications and but yet they can't afford to put put food on their table. Right. So they'll try to spread out the medication and mm-hmm. maybe not take the recommended dosage. Not good. Which is not a good thing. They, you know, so but sometimes they don't have a choice because they physically, yeah. so they think, well, if I stretch it out a little bit, I can get some Top Ramen tonight and still take a little bit of my medication. Mm. It's a double-edged sword. It really is. And that's, again, why it's so important to think about these things ahead of time mm-hmm. before something happens. And, uh, you know, I just really appreciate the opportunity to, to share this with people. Yeah. Because uh, I've, been, I've been down that road myself of, of bankruptcies because of out-of-pocket expenses due to medical concerns in my family. When you say lost income on the indirect cost, I'm looking at lost income and savings. What does that include? So if I'm out of work, 
if you're, you're going to go in and pay me the outrageous sum that this radio station's paying me to work? <laughs> no, everything is based on your treatment that you go through. So on the other side of this are a number of different treatments that you'll end up going through. So for instance, when you're first diagnosed, if you have a heart attack, stroke, or heart disease, and you have the best plan, we're going to give you $6,000 just because you've been diagnosed. And then as you go through the treatments, if you're in the hospital, we give you $800 a day. If you have physical therapy, uh, we'll give you $120 per visit for that. If you need a heart transplant, uh, gosh, that one is uh, $160,000. Oh, wow. Under our best level plan. Right. So the we don't pay for the out-of-pocket expense for your salary, what you're earning here, or paying as you go through your treatment. And that may or may not make up the difference right. that you have. But it sure does help. So like, let's say you got diagnosed or you were in the intensive care unit and they paid, what was it, like $800 a day? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, so then that helps you because you're not working. It helps mm-hmm. you pay your rent and your mortgage and your electricity bill. And you guys don't wa- you guys don't have like a guideline of what you spend on. Tech- Once nope. you give the money, it can be, sp- it goes right into I mean, they can go account. on a family vacation for yeah. all that matter yeah, exactly yeah you can do whatever you want with it whatever you need to do with it mm-hmm. that money's just coming in it's just a peace of mind to help you exactly. through this hard time yeah i'd go to spirit mountain and put it all on one table you could <laughs> one shot and i wouldn't recommend it yes, yeah i wouldn't recommend it but definitely could wow. Yeah. wow amazing so yeah i don't think people realize this and then you don't get behind is my big deal i mean i would definitely if i had any diagnosis i would use it to because a lot of people do get out of work and they spend mm-hmm. time at home and your significant other tends to be out of work as well because they're helping you. When when I lost my kidney, um, it was it was right at Thanksgiving. I was a single dad at the time with a seven year old son at home. Mm-hmm. That's what I was worrying about most. Like if I'm losing a kidney, what happens? Who's going to take care of my son? How am I going to be able to to pay my right. bills? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and lots of times I hear you know family members have to come and stay with you. Yeah. Well, they're out of work. That's an expense mm-hmm. to the family. So. Yeah. My mom didn't. I couldn't get rid of her. (laughs) Hey, we need to take a short break. When we come back, more with today's special guest. You're listening to The Weekend Show, 104.3 FM, 1220 AM, KSLM. Today's show brought to you by the Lule Group, Lule's Car Condition, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule, State Farm Insurance. Back in just a few minutes with our guest, Mark Kramer. Or is it Kramer? Kramer. 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 You got it right. All right. In just a minute. Stick around. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group. Back in five, four, Q Terry, two, one, you're on. You're listening to the Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM, brought to you today by the Lule Group. Welcome back to the weekend show. We are talking with Mark Creamer from uh, Family Heritage Northwest. You're an agent for Global Life. Right? Globe life. Globe, globe life. What did I say? Global? Mm-hmm. Well, I meant the other one. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quickly, a phone number in case someone wants to get in touch with you is uh, 503-341-4345. That is correct. Okay. And we'll repeat that again at the end just in case you guys missed it, so make sure to grab a pen and a paper. Let's talk about accidental injuries and death. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Who so, wants to start? I guess I'll jump in. Right. So accidents are one of those things that can happen to anybody at any time. Yeah. We've all experienced it. We all know people that have had children that have fallen off the jungle gyms and broken their arms. Or, oh, yeah. You know, you're out hiking and you slip down a ravine and, you know, you do those kind of funny things to your body that we don't want to hear, right. hear about. Mine was walking. Yeah. I was actually, a, a year ago, I was walking through the park and... Fell. I went down and totally messed up my shoulder and arm and stuff, and just I was walking. Yep. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't chasing anybody. I was walking. Uh, I think that's a hazard of our age. I did the same thing. Popped a tendon in my. I was foot trying not to say that, but uh, yes, you're right. There goes that age again. <laughs> yes, that age thing again. So you just were saying uh, with sports and kids and falling. So this accidental accidental injuries and death. This isn't necessarily for auto. That is correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and uh, one of the misconceptions a lot of people have about this type of insurance and accidents is, well, I've got work workers comp if i'm working someplace and i get injured i'm going to have workers comp yeah. well the reality is is nine out of ten accidents happen off the job we're, we're just talking about her her son is is he's 16 years old and he's into all kinds of sports mm-hmm. and and the motorbikes and everything that's the potential of anything could be happening absolutely he just broke yeah. his arm a year and a half ago snowboarding there you go. would wow. that have been covered it would have actually you'd have gotten a benefit when you went to the emergency room or mm-hmm. urgent care yeah Probably got another benefit when they did the x-rays. And then uh, if on the fracture, was it the upper arm? Lower. Lower arm. So you're probably looking at, uh, you know, around $3,000 for that break. Wow, that I need to send them back up on that hill. <laughs> break the other arm. <laughs> so. I need a payday there, son. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is the one that there's also the direct costs uh, that the doctors and clinics get. But the indirect costs can can be so so many different things. $827 billion? Is that what I'm reading? That's the overall indirect cost wow. annually. That is ridiculous. Well, just uh, recently, one of my sisters, her kids got injured, and she had to go leave work, pick them up from school, go to the doctor's, emergency room, sit there and wait, then get seen, then had to take time off work later for the follow-up at doctor's mm-hmm. appointments, and then to get the cast changings. Right. And the, it, So it, it was a whole thing where she, doctor's offices are open during what? Business hours. Mm-hmm. So you have to take time off work mm-hmm. to get in there. And so that's interesting that I guess that is a really high indirect cost number compared to the heart, what was heart it? Stroke, yes. Yeah. So yeah. the direct cost. So again, we're looking at the iceberg mm-hmm. and the top of the iceberg for direct cost, which is your medical bills and all of that, which typically insurance will cover a majority of is two hundred and eight billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Then the indirect cost that is all on us is eight hundred and twenty seven billion dollars. Right. That's yeah. a lot. Well, I'm looking at that, and it says in-home care. And I'm going back to when I was in the hospital last summer. After I was released, they came to my house and were doing physical therapy at my house and had me walking around and stuff. Would that have been covered, too? So some of the physical therapy benefits would have, yes. And okay. then some other monies could be coming back into your 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 bank account because of what happened here. So in the case that they break their arm, well, there's a certain amount of money, depending on what bone it is. Uh, every bone in the body's covered. Mm-hmm. So that money comes Wait to you. Wait a minute. What you said, depending on what bone it is? Depending on what bone it is, there's a different number for like your little finger versus a fracture of your skull. Really? Yeah. And it's all, I think it's all based on what's the, what's the level of complexity for you to heal from that. Okay, yeah. Or the ability for you to do work with 
a broken finger versus a broken femur. Right, right. So what's the one bone you don't want to break? Uh, I don't want to break bone. any of them. Yeah, any but, bone. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Well, the, I think the, the big one is the femur, the okay. upper leg. That's the one that's most difficult uh, in terms of healing. It takes a lot wow. longer to, to recover from that. And that's probably a more serious injury, more hospital visits, right. more x-raying, um, yeah. bigger cast, exactly. and all of that, than, and crutches and boots. And maybe even ambulance right. or air ambulance versus, or all of these things. Versus your pinky. Mm-hmm. So I could understand why for every bone there's a different number. Right. That makes sense. What did you say about the air ambulance? So that could be really expensive. It, it, it can, absolutely. And, and this may or may not cover the overall costs of that air ambulance, but you're at least going to be able to have some money coming in as you're recovering. So, yeah, it looks like for, like, a ground ambulance, you could get covered up to $1,200. Mm-hmm. Air ambulance, 24 So that's huge. That's 24, very... 2400 Mm-hmm. Okay. $2,400. An Which, air ambulance is going to be quite a bit more than that, isn't it? it? Is. Right. But the, yeah. And a lot of times, maybe your insurance will cover that. This is the money that goes directly to you. Got it. The other thing I want to mention on both of these, uh, so we don't forget about this, mm-hmm. all these plans have a return of premium if you never yes. use it. Okay. And we can talk a little bit more about that as well. Okay. So. We've got uh, about a minute and a half left to go on this one. Accidental death benefit. Mm-hmm. So this would be if there is a death that occurs as a part of an accident, there is a benefit for that. And this one here, it's to help those out-of-pocket expenses for final final funeral expenses. Right, right. Especially with a lot of young people, they don't have life insurance. So there's a benefit here to help with that final Final expense and, and they don't feel they need it when you're when you're 20 years old nah, i'm fine yeah it's amazing yeah. yeah and and the thing that i i look at is i just you know i would never want to have to write a monthly check to pay for that final expense right. every month because i had to borrow money to, to do that i actually mm. there was a kid at my son's school that got in a car wreck and they passed and they were 16 years old so these things are very real mm-hmm. whether we want to see them believe them or hear them they're there, absolutely. Yeah. And wow. there's an education benefit, too. So if a parent passes away, we give money per child uh, for their education benefit because their education potential suffers when there's a death of the family. Okay, that's awesome. All right. We need to take a short break. When we come back, more with today's special guest. You're listening to The Weekend Show, brought to you today by Lule Group, Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, Teresa Lule State Farm Insurance. We'll be back in just a minute. Stick around. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group. We're back in 5, 4, Q Terry, 2, 1, you're on. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group. We are back. This is The Weekend Show. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith hanging out with you on 104.3 FM, 1220 AM. We are KSLM. And today we're talking with Mark Creamer from the um, Family Heritage Northwest Globe Life. Mm-hmm. Ah, I got that one right. Good huh? job. Yeah, Good job. Go. Hey, let's talk a little bit about that C word. We don't like to use it, but let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. So cancer, you guys offer an insurance policy for just cancer, which is 
until I met you, I had never even heard of that. Right. So pretty, it's kind of a little, I, I like it a lot. Everybody knows somebody in your family that has dealt with cancer. Is oh, that yeah. true? Three uh, out of four families deal with cancer in some way or another. That's yeah. that's that's a lot. Yeah, I've been with this company coming up on six years. And of all the people that I've talked with, excuse me, of all the people I've talked with, I think I've maybe met one or two people that have said, I don't know anybody that's had cancer. Really? You know, and it, that, that sounds shocking, but if yeah. you really start thinking about it, we all know somebody. Somebody. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. it's been through our family or work or whatever. And, and, and you know something? I, I, I talked to Amanda before about this. When, when you're in the doctor's office and all of a sudden you hear you may have that C word, you just go numb. And it's right. like you don't hear anything else after that. Right. You're just numb. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's the way I know I was when I was told about it. Yeah, I can't imagine personally what it will be like. I've had several family members and friends that have gone through it, and they've told me the same thing. It's just... You just don't know what to do when you hear that word. Yeah. yeah. When they when they told me, I was I was actually across town doing my radio show, and yeah. he called me on the air, and we were talking between songs, and he says, yeah, you've got cancer, and we need to take your kidney out. Oh, and I was wow. like, no, I need to go out and finish doing my radio show? Hello. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, but it's it's just, it's a scary feeling, but, but it doesn't have to be, though. Right. And you know this from working with with the kicking cancer, is that if you if you get on it early enough, you could you could take care of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You could whip yeah. its butt. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that a lot of people say is, you know what? I didn't realize how how expensive it was going to be. You know, of people that I talk to with cancer, mm-hmm. that's the one thing that surprises them the most. The medication is outrageous. Uh, it's um, so for cancer, thirty three percent of bankruptcies are from cancer related issues. Right. Which is that's a that's very high. Baron was telling us one time when we were sitting down with him that that there are there are some medications that cost thousands and thousands for one one pill. There's yes. a medication that costs a hundred thousand dollars for crazy. one dose. That's crazy. It is. It's a, it's difficult because a lot of the chemotherapy and radiations you're going up one to two times a week minimum. Like mm-hmm. um, and for people in Salem, you got to go up to OHSU. You've got to travel a long ways, and you go probably during the day. You're really exhausted, and you probably can't drive yourself. So you've got a somebody else with you, whether it's your significant other, a child that's driving you, or a friend, but they're probably taking time off work to make sure you get there, and then to get you home, tucked back into bed, make sure you've got your meals, and then all the while, your bill's got to be paid. It's, it's a, cancer is a vicious, vicious cycle when it comes to finances, because it takes a lot out of you, and you've got to give your all to your exactly. treatment. Yeah. You don't yeah. have any time to focus on anything else. Right. I had to I had to drive my brother twice a week uh, when he was going through his chemo and, and, and radiation stuff and it's and it's it just beats the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. It just beats the hell out of you. And that's what these policies are all about. They're they're hopefully going to help you offset some of that burden Correct. that you've got that, that is really financial. Yeah. yeah. So we'll go over, since we did the iceberg, with the other two. So so for this iceberg, the direct cost of the top part of the iceberg is $103 billion. And that's, again, doctor bills, hospital charges, and medical expenses. The indirect cost, which is loss of income, savings, living expenses, travel, in-home care, child care, that is $123 billion. And I don't think we really think of the indirect costs a lot of the time. No, we don't. And that's that's where a lot of people are really surprised when I'm able to sit down and talk with them. You know, when they stop and think about what their mother or father went through, and as they saw them go through, the, 
the bankruptcies or the neighbors were always taken to and from facilities, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. We don't realize what's really going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So uh, I know me being one of them, it's like, you know, cancer could never, that would never happen to me though, but it could. It really could. But let's say I get this policy and I don't get cancer and I don't utilize it. Mm -hmm. Then am I just out all that money? Not with our company. Our okay. company is the only company in the industry that I know of that has a return of premium benefit. Okay. And the way it works is we obviously, we don't have a crystal ball that tells us when something's going to happen, right? Well, you should get one of those. So we'd love to have one, but I haven't <laughs> found it yet. If we can get ahead of this and get people to understand that this is a potential risk to you, and put the policies in place, then when you start going through that, you have it there. But if you never have to use it, we have a return of premium benefit. When do, you, when do you, what's your cutoff point though? When do you realize, well, I haven't used it in 10 years, I, I don't need it, and then tomorrow, guess what? You get it. It's a gamble, isn't it? Well, it, it is to a certain extent. The way the company has set this up is it's, it's a 25-year time period that the company has to have the policy in place because they make their money like every sure, other insurance sure. company on investments. Right. So they're betting that you're not going to get cancer within that 25 years. At that point, if you've never used it, or let's say you've used it, but you've put in more premium than the benefits we paid, you're going to get all that money back. Oh, so even if I do use it, but I just use a small percentage of it, yes. we get the remainder back. Get the remainder Explain back. that. Explain what if you use just a small percentage of it. So let's say, for instance, you get a diagnosis of cancer, of skin cancer. Okay. And they go in and they take a little bit of skin cancer off. It's all gone. We paid you a benefit of $3,000. But over that 25-year period, because you're guarding against all kinds of cancers, you've put in $14,000. Now, guess what? We're going to give you back, if my math is right, $11,000 Okay. at the end of that period. Hmm. Okay. And your premiums will stay the same, and you can continue this policy until you decide you don't want it anymore. So your premiums never go up, even though the economy and everything else goes up, that doesn't go up. That is correct. So you lock in your number. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when something happens, either you don't have a claim and you get it all back, you have a small claim, you get the little bit back, but unfortunately, we've seen the numbers and what happens, and we oftentimes will put out a lot more money than you ever thought. Right, possible. right. Well, yeah, a lot of these premiums, or a lot of these payouts are, they're pretty big. So I feel like it's definitely in your benefit to take advantage of these, because you can't, you can't lose. That's right. Whether you, you have backup for if you get diagnosed or you go to intensive care, you have an injury or heart disease, they cover you mm -hmm. much more than what your premium would be. And, and that's just such a sense of relief. Exactly. Yeah. It's getting ahead of the game. Okay, so you and I are going to sit down. You and I and Patty are going to sit down, let's say, and we're going to go over this. We want to get some type of cancer. You have, is it just four different policies, the base one, standard two, preferred four, and elite eight? Yes. Or is that the different ones? Yeah, we have the four different okay. levels. But then how do I know how much you're going to cover on here? Do I sit there and pick, well, I want this one, this one, this no. Or do I go through the whole thing? You get the whole, you get the whole list. list. Everything that you see in that column that you select. So if you selected the elite eight column on the right. Okay. You're going to get, when you get a first diagnosis, $6,000. You end up in the hospital, $800 every day that you're there. Okay, so th so what you're saying is this this these figures here are what you are going to write a check to me for. Correct. Okay, Correct. what am I paying you for? Okay, well, uh, let me think about that because I don't have them all here in my head. But everything sure is, you do. Everything is based on age. 
And Here we go anybody, again. Anybody up to age 30 is one price. 31 to 35, five-year period, is a, another price. That would and be then me. it goes up every five years as you go through that. So just for instance. What's your on, cutoff point? Let me see if I'm there yet. Okay. I think I'm close. 80 years old. No. Okay. He is. Oh, sorry. Okay? <laughs> so we'll give give this an example for you and your wife. What is your age here? Can I 46. use 46. 21. 21? <laughs> uh, 67. 67 years old. All right. So for a married couple, that best level coverage would cost you $221.90 a month in Oregon. For both of us. For both of you. Combined. Okay. For the highest package. For the best level. Okay. On the lowest end, you could cover you both for $39.90 a month. Really? Wow, that's really affordable. And those prices would never go up? Once you, once you uh, buy the policy, they are locked in. Okay, now what about somebody who's Her like age. me? I was born in 88. So you got to do the math. Tell me how many of that is. Uh, 35 30, or 34? 30 plus. Okay, so 31 to 35. For an individual or family, how would you like this? Let's do. Let's just see what an individual would be. Okay. The individual. Heck with Bo. Top <laughs> top level is fifty six dollars and forty cents in Oregon. Okay, and wow. That's the top. That's the top level. Okay, and then what would the basic one be? Thirteen dollars and seventy cents. You can't go wrong. Okay, what about the family? Okay, family. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> top level is ninety one dollars and thirty cents. Okay. For everybody in the family, no matter oh, so how you kind of get a you get a, a, a pre, oh even with the kids, so it's yes. your significant other and kids. Correct. Wow, that's that's pretty good price. That's actually amazing that, because for just just me for that highest package, it was like thirty six. Fifty six. Oh, fifty six. Sorry, that's way less than half for more than if even if that was just me and Bo. Right. And right. no kids. That's wow. So your children, uh, without your children, it would be eighty three thirty. Okay. Yeah, that, another that's $7. For top, that's for uh, Elite 8, right? That's for the Elite okay, 8. Okay, and then down to a basic one? 1960. You can't, you go, can't wrong. go wrong. You can't go wrong. Right. So, and, and this is really what I'm so happy to have the opportunity because most people don't know this exists mm-hmm. and how affordable. You know, a lot of people, I think, look at insurance and, and they, they kind of say, you know what? Insurance is like two four-letter words put together plus a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, <laughs> the right... The right coverage is what you really need when you need it. Right. Absolutely. All right. We need to take a a short break. When we come back, our final few minutes with uh, Mark, and uh, we're going to talk some more about insurance. This is an incredible policy. You you almost can't go wrong. You almost can't not want to do it. Right. Jeez. We'll be back. You're listening to The Weekend Show on 104.3 FM, 1220 AM. We are at KSLM. Stick around. Back in a few. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group and the Willamette Queen Sternwheeler. We're back in 5, 4, Q Terry, 2, 1, you're on. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group. We are back. This is our final segment on today's show. We're talking with Mark Creamer from Family Heritage Northwest. And we're talking about uh, Globe Life Insurance. And Amanda, you and I were just saying off the air here that you can't not want to do this. Yeah. it's A lot of people, I think, when you hear about insurance policies and this and that, 
you think that it's going to cost a lot of money. Not only that, but then you don't see that money again if nothing happens. You know, it's 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 a hard one to swallow. But then when you hear how affordable it is, mm-hmm. I mean, what, I just skip out on two coffees, a few coffees a month, and that's it, and it's covered? There you go. And then if you don't use it, it comes back to you. The money comes back to you. Correct. So it's, I mean, it's literally, it's a win-win. It is. The only way you lose is to put this in place or not put it in place first, right? But put it in place and then cancel in the middle of it. You know that would not make sense, right? Absolutely. Can I ask you a question, Mark? Sure. I, I've I've had cancer. Okay. I lost a kidney to cancer. I'm cancer free, knock on wood, mm-hmm. since 1997. Okay. Would I qualify for this cancer package? You absolutely would. So the way the underwriting questions read, basically, we're going to ask you: Have you been diagnosed? Yes or no. If no, we move on to the next one. But if yes. We ask, well, was it a melanoma type of cancer? Okay. That's the one that if you quali- if you had that kind of cancer, that would stop us dead in the tracks at that point. We and would not be able can to. Can I ask it. why that particular cancer? That particular cancer tends to metastasize and goes anywhere in the body. Okay. So that's the one that we'd never want to hear is melanoma. Okay. But if it's a non-melanoma cancer that somebody has had and they have not had treatments for 10 years... It's like it never happened. So then we go back in. Then we ask for men, we ask uh, about prostate uh, screening. If you're a 4.0 or higher on a 8-point scale, we would exclude prostate cancer, but we'd cover everything else. Okay. And then the other question that comes up specifically to cancer would be any AIDS or AIDS-related complex diagnosis because the immune systems are so weakened at that point. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about other health issues, high blood pressure, um, diabetes? Okay. So those kinds of conditions are more critical on the heart and stroke plan okay. as well as could be on the intensive care. So there's an, on the heart and stroke plan, there's a number of different conditions, probably about 25 or 30 conditions that people could have that would keep them from getting this policy. Okay. But if you've been diagnosed with any of those uh, and you're looking at the intensive care plan, we're going, to, uh, we're going to limit the intensive care coverage to things that are not heart-related. So there are some limitations, and these are things that we would go through with people as we talk through this to find out exactly what's going on. Okay. Absolutely. So let's, let's, you're going to sit down with Patty and I. I want to get the cancer one. But do I also want to look at the other one, heart attacks, heart disease, and strokes as well, so we can kind of double up on this? Absolutely. The The thing I worry about most is that we pick one and we need the others. Okay. Right. Uh, somebody like Amanda, who's who's a lot younger, would she also want to go with, with the accidental injuries and, and death one as well Absolutely. as all three yes. of them? Probably all of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah these, I, I think this set of of coverage areas is something that no matter what age you're at, you should be looking at. Mm -hmm. If you're young, you've got an active lifestyle for the accidents, you got kids, you might not need the cancer right away, but if you if the rates don't go up over the years, why not pay then a lot less money for coverage that you might need Right. So if if your rates go up over the years which they don't. Okay. The rates never go up once you start the plan. Once you start the plan, okay. The longer you wait to start a plan, the higher that premium is. Sure, sure. But, yeah, I think everybody should be looking at these things. And, like, for instance, with cancer, one of the things that happens is you could have a reaction and end up in an ICU unit pretty easy to that reaction to the medications. 
or sometimes medications for cancer are very hard on the heart, so you might end up needing a heart plan at that point. So uh, we want to be able to see people looking at all of these and making a, an informed decision for them and their family. Obviously, we're not going to want to push on any plan on anybody, but we want to make sure that we educate families well enough that they can make an informed decision so that if something should happen, they know that, hey, we have the, had the opportunity, and hopefully they've taken the opportunity. The accidental injuries and death, uh, let's say you have that that plan. Um, what happens if whoever's on that plan commits suicide? So on that one there, if it's a suicide, um, it's like a, a life insurance policy where after two years, okay. suicide would be would be covered. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna qualify that. That's actually a question that I need to go back and just reread. Right. Yeah. Make sure that's kind of a that's a scary gray zone. It is. Yeah, it it's is. a scary. But in life insurance, usually there's what they call a two year moratorium on suicide. Right. Okay. So can I ask what the accident? injuries and death would cost me and my family? Absolutely. So I know those by heart. Anybody <clears throat> under 45 years of age, the best level coverage for an individual is $78 a month. Okay. All the way down to $12 a month. Oh, wow. $12 a month? For some coverage. E- yeah. That's just yeah. Go to Starbucks. easy peasy. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Um, just don't go out one time. Yeah. And that's covered. <laughs> and, you know, before we run out of time, I would say, you know, there's these things, it's important to get in front of it. Mm-hmm. So I always encourage people to give this some serious thought and get it in place as soon as possible. The last weekend we talked, I gave one testimonial on the cancer plan where a gentleman, man and his wife, got the cancer policy in November of 2004. And in January of 2005, he was diagnosed with multiple myeloma. Wow. He's been on treatment ever since. Mm-hmm. So for 16 years at the time that this was written, we paid them over $82,000. That's amazing. They I were, bet that's... They were just within that three-month three, three month window. Right. Wow. Crazy. And that had to have been such a, a relief and off of them to mm-hmm. just have that, and they, they got in front of it. Exactly. So if somebody wants to call you and go over this, how long would you think that you would need to talk to them and set up a plan and all of that? Most of the time, if we go through the presentations on one of the policies, then we understand how they all work. Right. And they make some decisions, usually about 35 to 45 minutes. Okay. And I offer both in-person appointments, depending on where you're at, but with technology the way it is, I do a lot of my business via Zoom these days, mm-hmm. so we can set up a Zoom appointment. and. Uh, so you save your gas money to put towards your policy. Exactly. You uh-huh. exactly. So, Mark, if, if somebody was to sit down with you today and say, yeah, I want to do this, when would the coverage begin? So on the accident and the intensive care, the coverage would be in force as soon as the underwriters issued the policy. And how long does that usually take? Uh, next day. Okay. Next day, usually. And then the cancer? And the cancer in the heart does have a 30-day wait period. Okay. So you sign up today, 30 days has to go by before any diagnosis could happen. Okay. Wow. Makes sense. All right. What's the best phone number to get in touch with you at? It is 503-341-4345. And you can reach me on, on the website at uh, Family Heritage, N is in North, W as in West. And you can also, uh, if you're looking at uh, the cancer plan, I also am working with uh, Kicking Cancer, and I've set up a a website for them uh, that's called Cancer Bucks. 
Com. Okay, nice. that's awesome. Nice. That's really nice. cool. And if you guys missed any of that information or you weren't able to jot it down, um, shoot me an email at amanda at kslm.news and I will get you over all of Mark's information. Hey, Mark, I got a thousand questions. I know Amanda does too. Will you come back and do this again? This uh, was uh, real interesting. Absolutely. I'd right. be happy to. When you come back, I got my checkbook out. Very good. <laughs> Very good with this. All right. Thank you, Mark. Thank, Thank you, you, Mark. Thanks, guys. We're just about out of time for today's show. Remember, you can catch our show every Saturday at 10 a.m. and a replay Sundays at 6 p.m. right here on Salem's original radio station, KSLM. A reminder, if you missed any of today's show or would like to hear any of my shows, you can always hear a podcast on our official KSLM website at www.kslm.news or on my official website at www.terrysaul.com. If you would like to drop me a note, I'd love to hear from you. My email address is terry at kslm.news. We'll see you next time. Take care and be safe. You've been listening to The Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is brought to you by the Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Holmes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. That's a wrap. Thanks, everybody. Good show. Bye, everybody.